Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing some dead people stuff, and after the break, we're talking Oklahoma's Netflix woes. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So, on my quest to try to eat a little better, I don't eat a lot of fast food, and a lot of times when I'm coming out this way, I'm like, there's not a whole lot on the way here. What? You're you're smiling, you're smirking. I don't like fast food. I don't. I'm just waiting for you to tell me you ate healthy and then explain what that means. No, I, no, no, no. Healthy, I, what I mean healthy is it wasn't deep fried. <laughs> You know what? Didn't we have an episode recently where you talked about completely blowing your... You went keto acidosis on acid? Uh, yeah, for a meal. Okay, a meal. Yeah. I prep... By the way, I prep my meals, my breakfast, and my lunches. So, just so you know, I do I do meal prep. And I cook it, I cook at home. I don't eat out. Uh-huh. Anyway. I do, I do meal prep. It's milk and cookies. No. No. It's a protein, a, a carb, and a vegetable. What kind? What do you, a carb? Mm-hmm. Rice, brown rice. I do, I do. You know, brown sugar rice is a carb, right? Right, but I can have whole grain rice. You can have a whole bowl of sugar. There's not a lot of sugar in brown rice. There really isn't. There's a whole lot of sugar in sugar. Uh, when did I? I don't. I didn't have sugar. I'm just saying you can. Ha- that's a carb. You can have that. I don't. No, I can't have that. Well, you said you have a carb and a and a protein and a veg. Anyways, so for the most part. 98% of the time I cook at home, I eat at home. But anyway, when I'm coming to the studio, I was looking for something different. And I've been driving through Newcastle. I mean, we, you and I have both collectively driven through Newcastle. I, it's too 50 many. 50 billion 50 times. 50 million times. Yeah, easily. And I've driven by JP's Barbecue no less than 50 billion times. And I keep thinking, man, next time, man, next time. You know what we ought to do next time, next time, next time. Well, next time ended up. Being this time, pulled up, it's a walk-up situation. They got daily specials. I didn't know what I was doing. I, so when I go to barbecue places, I'm kind of a one-trick pony. I'm a ribs guy. I like ribs. And it just so happens you can get ribs after five. I didn't realize they had specials. They've got daily specials. So I got the rib box. Okay. Rib box comes with a baked potato and your choice of two sides. Okay. Okay. So, again, I'm kind of looking at the menu. I order. He goes, what side do you want? I mean, you know how you are when you're at a new restaurant? Isn't it always a side that you're like, well, what you got? The side is always the last thing you order because you don't know exactly what you're ordering. No, here's what you, if you're eating healthy okay, at a barbecue joint, here's what you order. Your side is green beans. If you have two sides, it's two orders of green beans. Yeah. well, Because they don't have anything else. They didn't have green bean options. So I I wanted to get some things that I'd like to taste. Okay. I got baked beans. I didn't eat, I didn't eat all of them. Uh-huh. But I got baked beans and what was the other thing that I got? Oh, I think the baked potato was the other choice. I just went to kind of kind of went with the generic. So I wait, get the food, take it to the car. well, and I'm waiting and I keep hearing people order, "Give me some of that cheesy corn." Okay? So in my mind I'm like, this isn't your Run of the your run of the when you think of run of the mill barbecue sides, give me your top five. Uh, coleslaw, baked beans, green beans, uh, potato salad, and corn. Corn on the cob, right? Yeah. Or just corn? 
and I hear, yeah, give me some of that cheesy corn. I'm sitting there. I've already ordered. I'm like, dang it. What's a cheesy corn? What's a cheesy corn? So I get up there. And I know it's about time for my food to come out. And he's busy. Mm-hmm. The dude is like, think of think of Mario from the, the hotel mm-hmm. in a little, I mean, a, a building no bigger than probably a third of this house, as wide as your shed. Okay. I mean, one minute he's at the window, and the next minute, there's literally a sign on the window that says, if I'm not, basically... If you don't see me knock, so I, you know, first knocked on the window. All of a sudden, he was like, it just shows up out of nowhere. I mean, he's the he's fast. Okay. So he comes back. I said, you know, I'm hearing a lot about this cheesy corn. Can can I can I try it? So he brings me a little a little sample container. Yeah. Anyway, I get my food, and there's a video coming. I got a video. We're gonna, I thrown together. We'll piece it together and, and kind of give you a little bit of a play by play. And took it to the car. The funniest thing happened. So I'm sitting there. I'm making this video. Did you get mugged for cheesy corn? No, I didn't. So this couple pulls up next to me. They get out of the car. They're kind of assessing the situation. And the guy goes, well, I ain't ain't sitting in a car and eating barbecue. We We ain't doing that. Have you ever not sat? Would you not sit in a car and eat barbecue? I wouldn't. If it's good food. Yeah, I'll eat in the car, but... I'll throw it on the tailgate. Some people are particular about their vehicles, though. I know, but... Some people are, some people are like, mm, you can have a drink in the, in the vehicle if it's a water. Right. Anyway, well, I got a water with mine, uh, because it's a combo, so I got a water, but I, I'm telling you, man, the ribs, phenomenal. They only, like I said, they only serve them after five, which I can see that. I, I can't. Well, they only serve ribs after only five. Serve, oh, like, after five, yep. I mean, the only thing that would make that weirder is if they only served ribs ribs after dark. I don't know. Anyway, it was great food. I enjoyed it. It was that's, really good. That's different. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying they're doing it wrong. I just. I you, think he's a one man show. Like <laughs> that's a lot. Barbecuing is not easy. I've had some bad barbecue from some places that are a lot bigger and more put together. Okay. Well, I appreciate your review. But here's the thing. You know when you're telling a story huh? and you bring up the gun, right? Yeah. There was a gun in the drawer. The story doesn't end without that gun going off. Right. So you can't say cheesy corn oh, yeah. without explaining what a cheesy corn is. So think of, I was eating it and describing it as, think of cream corn, but it was like a, not a queso... A little bit thinner queso consistency, but it had bacon in it. I think to really get the 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 full concept of what the che- it's not cheesy corn. There's a it's a it's a more that's kind of an easy way to say it. You know what I mean? Would you say that it's a cornucopia of deliciousness? Yes, <laughs> it may be a what is the word I'm looking for? An enigma of of flavor. You got you got the bacon, you got the spicy, you got the. There's a lot going on. Hmm. It was ding. I had about a. It was about a bite's worth. But I think if I ever go back again, that's going to be one of my sides, maybe. But damn good food. Hmm. JP's in uh, Newcastle, right off of freaking uh, Main Street, basically. Thanks for listening. To the only an okay well, there show. There you go. That's it. That's a wrap <laughs> for us. No, today we are talking. About some dead people stuff. I like dead people. I got a lot of dead people stuff. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of a sucker for dead people. 
Have stuff. you ever been to Dead People Stuff archae- ar- Architectural Antiques and Design in Oklahoma City? You know what's funny that you asked me that? I would have thought I'd be the first one to check it out. You guys beat me to it. Oh, we beat you to it. Yeah. I think Amber has a hoodie. I have a t-shirt. Yep. We have a billion stickers. Oh, yeah. I still have yet to be there. Dead People Stuff is amazing. It's an enigma. It is... It's hard to explain. Let me just put it this way. It's 40,000 square feet, two stories... Of dead people stuff? (laughs) Of architectural, like reclaimed architectural supplies. Like old doors and old windows and stuff like that? Old doors, old windows. The last time I was in there, there was a grand staircase from like a hotel. Really? Just sitting in the corner. Are you serious? Yeah. Gee whiz, that... That that's right up, that's right up my alley. Honestly, I'm telling you, it is a wonderland for people who Are, want home repair supplies with more character than the garbage you find at Home Depot. <laughs> I'm telling you, and you know what's funny? Some of that stuff that you know you pick up some mid-century stuff. The the craftsmanship is better than anything you can buy at Home Depot. Yeah, it's not. It's night and day difference. Oh yeah. But they, they literally have a room that's just doorknobs. Really? Yeah, it's just old doorknobs. Oh, that's cool. I like the old the, the old metal ones, but they also the old kind of crystal-looking yes. ones. I love those. Dude, they have matched sets. They have doorknobs for regular doors, for drawers, for closet doors, for your main door, from your bedroom doors. Just wall-to-wall, a room full of doorknobs. Do they have old mirrors? They do. They have a ton of old mirrors. <laughs> I would not buy an old mirror. I'm very some, sp- superstitious. Some of them are. Some of them look haunted. Yeah, I. That's what I understand. Am I? Help me kind of go back to what again to our our first car incarnation first incarnation of what we're doing now. Isn't there a kind of a superstition that spirits can get trapped in mirrors? Am I making that up where it creates a portal? Yeah, there, there's a whole lot of superstition around. That's why I won't. I'm telling you, though, some of it, like, you will see the mirrors, and I promise you, you will end up loving some of them. You'll look at it and be like, oh, my God, I have to have that. I'll be over there going, yeah, my law. But some of them are just downright creepy. Yeah, I mirrors. I don't like looking in mirrors that are new. Maybe it's, I don't like looking at myself, but... <laughs> Honestly, though, it's it's not just that sort of. I mean, it's it's just that sort of stuff, but yeah. it's all over the place, and it's hard to explain. Like, I've bought lumber from there before. Really, literally, literally, I'm like, I have to have this piece of wood because it's a good looking piece. That's a good looking piece of wood. That's something that Dad would say, dude. I'm telling, like, the, you know, like a four by four post that looks like it's 150 years old. Why is it better? Because they don't, they don't, because they we, didn't treat it with a bunch of shit. Not, not even that. It's uh, most of the wood today is made from soft wood that grows fast and doesn't last long. Yeah. Which is why most houses that are over 20 years old that are around the 20 year old stage start to fall apart. Yeah. Whereas you see plenty of houses that were built 150 years ago that look like they could, they could stand their own in a hurricane. Hell, there's houses that are dilapidated you drive by that are abandoned that probably still have some good wood in it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly. 
But the the owners, they travel all over the world sourcing items to bring back to their store. And it's a lot of different stuff. But primarily, you can think Home Depot, but Mm -hmm. like ridiculously high quality and old. Homestead Depot. More I wouldn't like even it. say Homestead Depot. It It's really cool, unique, old building materials and uh, a few odds and ends thrown in there. I mean, let's be fair. You guys have, you know, I say you guys. Amber's created some really cool wall this and mm-hmm. that out of some of the stuff that you guys have got from there. Yeah. And, I mean. And I talked to the owners. They're... Um, Super awesome in there. They've got some ideas for, for the area that they're in uh, right there on Linwood Boulevard. They own the whole block. Oh, wow. And they've already opened up a barbecue uh, barbecue place. They have a, an art studio that is um, really neat woodwork. Really? Okay. By a local artist. Cool. I think they're, they've got a few other things, a barber shop and a tattoo parlor and a whole lot of things that they're planning. But it's really kind of hip. And it's kind of changing the vibe of the whole neighborhood? area. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy, man. I've, I've heard, I've seen the billboards. I've heard you talk about them. It's time for me to make my maiden voyage. Yeah, you definitely need to go. They specialize in structural antique home decor items, but you're not, this isn't a bargain bin. This isn't yeah, a, yeah, a yeah, yard yeah. sale. Just don't expect garage sale prices. They, well, I mean, they carefully handpick this stuff, number one. Right. And this is the kind of thing that it's not like you're going to go home and strip the paint off of it. I think most of this stuff looks better with that patina. Uh, a lot of it does, but a lot of it is, like, I think you could do a really good job of matching old architecture with kind of doing that like going and finding something like i need a sconce that matches the rest of this old house that i'm in yeah and you'll be able to find it right no yeah totally um they also have a lot of a lot of items that they post on their website that can be that can be purchased online and shipped right to your door which is cool but yeah it is you could spend a day exploring the stuff that they have and you won't be done well, I need to spend a day trying to look through all their stuff as soon as as soon as possible before I become a dead people's. Yeah, but if you want more information on dead people's stuff, it's deadpeoplesstuffok.com. Well, we've got the top another top ten list you don't want to be on coming up next. I'm Raven Rollins, and this is my Southern True Crime podcast where I discuss cases from my former hometown. Ada, Oklahoma paints itself as an average community, but its history of murder and corruption runs deeper than any story has ever told. You'll hear plenty of special guests, including authors and experts in their fields, who visit with me on each episode, as well as other cases in the Southern states. With notorious and unknown cases alike, every victim sees the light on my show. This is Sirens, a true crime podcast. Well, we got a news story coming out of 107.3, The Crush and Lawton. Sorry, how was that? that? No, it's the top ten. It's The Crush's top ten. Bad, good. You want me to try it again? It's fine. It's Netflix's top ten on 107.3, The Crush. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not? No. Okay. From... 
107.3 Lawton's. <laughs> One, whoa, whoa, what? 107.3? What are you, your grandpa? Yes. It's always, it's always, you don't do the dot. It's 107.3, the crush. It, from dot the three. news source, 107, period three. Oh my God. Lawton, Oklahoma's the crush. Do you own a radio? Please continue. This is a top 10 list that you do not want to be on. According to a new study, Oklahoma is one of the worst offenders when it comes to sharing Netflix passwords and accounts. I don't know about, you know, they're about to, I think they're, are they going to crack down on it starting this month or next month? I can't remember. But I have a list of probably, okay, I'll admit it. When I didn't have Netflix, I don't know if this is this technically the same, but every 30 days I had a new email. I've got 20 emails from my 30. You know, I don't even know if they do a 30 day trial anymore. I don't, I've never shared. I'm not, I'll be honest. I've never shared a Netflix password. I may or might, may or, I'm waiting for Disney to kick my door down though. I've shared my Disney password a few times and I think I've been lent passwords for various streaming networks, but not Netflix. Not Netflix. So apparently they've used some sort of software to geotag Twitter data and identified tweets using various keywords, phrases, and hashtags. It searched for 250 or searched through 250,000 tweets over the past 90 days Mm -hmm. containing anything related to Netflix passwords, accounts. And in the, in the end, they came up with a detailed map containing Oh, the shit. top 10 worst offenders god by state and according to netflix they're going to crack down in 2023 for people sharing passwords hey listen man if you if you ain't first you're last we we are not first we are third <laughs> on the list we're third which is we might as well we don't even count it third who's number one so the top 10 states in order michigan ohio Oklahoma, Nevada, Washington, Indiana, Texas, Kentucky, New York, and Florida. California, how did you not mean, what are you, what's your problem? You guys are the, the biggest, what, next to Texas? Where's Texas at? They're even on the list. California didn't make the list? California did not make the list. Wow, golly. Where's New York? Uh, they're at the, hovering above the bottom? Yes. And they're supposed to be one of the meanest in, in the union. No, Oklahoma hanging in at number three? Come on, guys. So, apparently, though, if you're currently using somebody else's account and password, they're coming for you. I don't know what that means. What does it matter? Because here's the thing. They're going to make a show you love, and they're going to fucking cancel it after the first season. How do they make money? I don't remember the last... When's the last time you've... You know, we all pay our Netflix without even thinking about it anyway. Yeah. But how many people are... Are just, are just now signing up for Netflix. Netflix is almost, it's like almost like a built-in system. I'm surprised we don't pay for Facebook, honestly. I don't know what the numbers are, but i got to assume probably it's got to be 50 million people in yeah. the U.S. Okay, so let's talk streaming just for a moment. I've had Tubi in the past. You have Tubi now. Aside from the commercials, Tubi's probably one, it, people are sleeping on Tubi. Folks, if you're into movies, of any kind, especially horror, Netflix is a major disappointment in that department. Not a ton of horror on there. You go to Tubi, t- thousands, of, and there's stuff on there that's obscure. 
I don't know where Netflix gets off. They've got maybe I can count on one hand shows that people show up for on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. They've, do, they've got a decent true crime catalog, but for the most part, they've started doing re, when they started doing reality TV. Yeah. Uh, I kind of lost, I don't, I just don't understand. I get it, but it's almost like you're, you've waited till. You're trying to put out a, you were trying to put out a, a campfire and it turned into a, a full blown forest fire. Good luck. So I was a little bit off what? by a factor of four. Okay. Netflix as of 2022 had 223 million users. Really? Subscribers. That's a lot of money at whatever it is, $15, $16 a month. If, if I'm Netflix though, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be a snitch. You need to figure out how people are getting your your programming programming on like stuff like Movie Box and Cody where nobody's paying for it at all. Yeah, but I, and there's there's still Net, a lot of that. Netflix has been doing a lot. Netflix will come out with a show, and that's the thing I don't get. Like there are some shows where they're really ingenious. You can tell there wasn't a lot of money spent mm-hmm. on the actual production because it's yeah. it's not a you know, like an alien show where everything explodes right. or anything like that, and it didn't have big names in it, so you know they didn't spend a crap ton of Something money. Something like on Outer it. Banks. Outer Banks, there was the the Midnight Club. Yeah, that they freaking canceled. Did they cancel that? Yeah, they one? canceled it. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the Midnight Club. There was. Um, That's why they canceled it. <laughs> what was the one where the, the phone booth guy and the girl, 1981? Oh, God, you had to do that. Yeah, they canceled that one too. Did they really? Yeah. So they're they're they can make these shows, and you know they didn't make spend a lot of money on them, and they were good, and they got good reviews. Yeah. And they canceled them, but for some reason they buy movies by the truckload yep. from Sweden, and then have some dork who obviously doesn't match the body. Yeah. Uh, do voiceover work on them, and just nonstop. It's like. Hey, this is the best movie ever. Like, no, it's not. No, it's not, and nobody's watching it. Like, I, I think it's just a lot of filler. You know, they've got their flagship, their flagship show is Stranger Things. It's coming to an end after this. I think they canceled that one too. But see, here's the thing. Let me. I, I, I see what you're saying. Now, when a show runs its course, we can't just end it. It's canceled. The show can't just end. It's canceled. I mean, it's Walking Dead. They're canceled after 10 seasons. It ran its course. Yeah, I'm fine with a story being completed, but far too often, yeah. the stories that they tell that are good, yeah. they leave a cliffhanger. Yeah, they've done that. Like, why have why leave it open when you could have just told the story and been done? So let me ask you this. Have you come across shows where, okay, you've watched the second season, you've watched, or watched the first season, Got to the second season, you found out, you found out while you're watching the second season that they're not renewing it for the third season. Do you finish the second season? I don't know, but like the Midnight Club. Yeah. That ended. There was a perfect, it wasn't a per, yeah, it could have been. They could have been done with the show. Yeah. And wrote the ending to end the story. But they did. But they didn't. They ended this, the end of the season with a setup yeah. for season two. And then. They canceled it seven well, minutes later. Well, here's what happened. Mike Flanagan, not to get to you and we'll get over this, but 
Mike Flanagan, the creator, has severed ties with Netflix and is moving all of his stuff to Amazon. So maybe we'll see a resurrection to the Midnight Club. It was a good show. I mean, there are very few shows that come along where I where I'm captivated. It took me a couple episodes because at first, I, you know, I was like, eh, okay. By about episode two and a half, mm-hmm. I was like, and there's one episode I told you. They stuck it to me, and I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. And I, then I find out the next day that literally after this is done, it's done. So Cheerio. I guess long story short, as far as sharing net, net, Netflix passwords, I guess it doesn't really matter because Netflix doesn't give a crap about you, so why should you give a crap about Netflix? Right. Here's an idea. Ah. Cancel your Netflix subscription. Yes. Start an OnlyFans page for Brett and Harley's Only an OK Show. Fourteen ninety nine. Send us fourteen ninety nine a month. A month, and you'll get all of the backstage. I was thinking you're going to say back picks. <laughs> Those two, like there'll probably be some hairy some lats, hairy shoulder blades. You want to see? You want to see Harley's traps? Click here. <laughs> But in the meantime, you, you want to see Harley rub Comfrey on his knee? Oof. Yeah, and listen to <laughs> and the ASMR part where you put the mic up close and you can hear your joint going pop 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 pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and somebody at home is going, do it again, run that back. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, if you think we're better than Netflix. Let us know. Please give us, us a know. review. Come on. Good or bad, we'd love to hear how terrible we are. We want an 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's all we that's all we want. 81. I don't need a 99. Dude, I'll take a Razzie. Let me run a Razzie award for being the the worst po- podcast co-host. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, this has been the only an okay show. I'm Harley. I'm Brett, and we're out of here. Peace. So guess who scored, stole some tickets to Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock? How did you steal tickets to Dave Chappelle and Chris him, Rock? Dude, got them. You should see. And the, why have I not been invited? It, when, it, no, here's what happened. I didn't buy the tickets. Who did? Tara did. Here's what happened. I was I I didn't pay this. Okay. They pre-sale popped Friday. Pre-sale popped on Friday, and I was just going to be. Because I don't have, because I know, have you, you ever just looked at the price of a concert ticket? Yeah. Not even for somebody that's great. You're still paying like $500 to have to like go, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me. Anyway, so I looked at tickets and I was, I, I messaged her. I was like, I was just checking to see what ticket prices were going to be. She goes, well, it's funny you mentioned it. I was trying to get pre-sale. You had to have a code. Couldn't get a code. So kicking it back and forth, kicking it back and forth. She went to SeatGeek which is obviously a third-party ticket broker. Right. And found, again, she didn't tell me till she got them. Found two tickets. To paradise? Basically. God, i got to go to the bathroom. God! Did you break my toilet or something? Will you shut that door? All right, all right, all right. This generation, I don't, I'm done. I'm done trying to figure it out. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> 
I don't understand what. You know, I, I used to be a man of science. Now this generation is trying to tell me science is wrong. Mm-hmm. Science isn't real. <coughs> or science is done by committee. No, it's not. No, it's really not. Uh, anyway, you want to try to get this thing? Are you ready? I'm ready. And turn my my pointing device um, with the roll my rollerball pointing device, my laser ball pointing device. Can we? Are we to the point now? Are hoverboards done? I'm trying to get to it here. Are they done? Is it technically a hoverboard if it has wheels on it? No. What are they trying to do? What do you mean, what are they trying to do? What are they trying to sell? A dream? Kids that don't know Back to the Future don't know what they're, what they're missing. Do you remember when you saw the hoverboard on there for the first time? Oh, yeah. I thought it, it was, was the coolest thing ever. It was ever. the coolest thing ever, and it was real. You just thought it was real. And I just knew that you were going to be able to buy one, just because that's how it was back then. You know, they're like they're not far off from that. They don't. Like the stupid um, propeller-bladed, those things are legit. Really? Yes. Huh. Hang on. You got to find it now? Yeah. No, they're talking about having a flying motorcycle. Some company has patents. They they expect to go into production in 2025. Wow. I wonder what those are going to set you back. I mean, Nike released the shoes from Back to the Future before we got a freaking hoverboard. Yeah. Here you go. Come over here. But there's... What's it run on? Lithium-ion batteries? Lithium ion battery. They have decks of the things in the Tesla, dude. Next on Fox. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're just sca- today. 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 Today, mate. Oh my god, I haven't anything sweet. Alright. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. God damn. Welcome to the show. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show today. Do you want me to do three, two, one? Does it help you? Is it really about you doing that? Me doing that for you? Did it? Did I? Did I? All right. Three, two, one. 